And we're back with a bona fide madman today. Not you, that Rhino. Madman. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Just getting ready to head off to the gym after this. Uh, long weekend ahead of me, so that's what I look forward this, to. Where you at this weekend, brother? Uh, I'll be doing a signing at the Origins Game Fair in Columbus, and then I'll be at Battle on the Border this Saturday in Aurora, Indiana. Nice. Nice. You got a full schedule. Gary will be uh, getting one last weekend swimming in the pool up here in Michigan. Seems to be a very nice weekend. Closed it. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, I, I was trying it. to make it seem like Gary was relaxing while we're off on the road working, you know. But Gary works hard during right. the week at Ford's. Gary, don't relax. He's got to deal with you. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. You're a full-time job, man. You're a full-time job. <laughs> right. Hey, Robert Brown wants to say what's up. What's going, what's going on, on, Robert Brown? What's up, Robert? Thanks for tuning in, brother. So let's uh let's get into it. Episode sixty three, Madman Fulton. Uh, we're awesome to have you here. We're going to talk about IWR seven, the fall brawl. We were uh, you know, make your return to the IWR and and back to Monroe for the first time in over a year. So I'd say, yeah, yeah, I think I've been back to Monroe since uh, since quarantine took over our lives. Yeah, so I'm since excited you- to be back, and I'm even excited for the uh, for the number of bodies in this match. Because if there's one thing that's getting me going, it's uh, a sheer number of people to fight in a row. <laughs> well, well what do you go ahead. No, I, I'm definitely glad you're not beating my ass this time. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah, right. The last time you were in here, you you cleaned the ring with me. No hard feelings, though. Yeah, so. There you do uh, call on some Detroit Red Wings for backup, if I could remember correctly. <laughs> right, right. So... But, hey, uh, yeah, definitely a gauntlet match, uh, the first ever. Um, you know, you've got some great talent in there. Gary, would you like to go over the talent? Yeah, in no particular order, we have Madman Fulton, of course. Uh, looking mm-hmm. forward to that. We have the amazing Nate Matson. Amazing Nate's going to be there. His return to the IWR. He's been off for a little while with us. Um, the real deal, the Permanator, however you want to call it, Sam Beal. It's going to be uh, in the sixth man. The Kenny Urban's going to be in the sixth man. MM3 and uh, undefeated in IWR, Trey Miguel. Trey's going to be there too. So we got six man stacked, insane gauntlet match coming October 14th. So basically, if you pull number one or number three or number six, you're just going to go in there and kick ass, huh? Oh, I'm absolutely hoping to pick number one. See, most (laughs) people people (laughs) for number six. You want to get in. And, you know, you want to be as fresh as you can towards the end of that match. Like, oh, no, 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 no. With a list of names that extensive, like, I want to be number one. I want to face each and every guy as they come up. Yeah, and just level them. Now, now you have an amateur background. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, I was a two-time state placer back in high school and then as a two-time All-American in college. Yeah, so, so you're the real deal. So you absolutely. can ball, you can wrestle, you can – you know, you got power, you got strength. You're you're the real deal. Now, what what brought you into pro wrestling? Those that don't know your background. So, like, what's what's funny about that question is, like, I don't remember watching wrestling when I knew I wanted to be a wrestler. Uh, my mom, my mom has kept stuff from like kindergarten, saying, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it says professional wrestler, but I don't remember watching it like that young in my life. 
mm-hmm. it's just it's always it's always been a concept for me it's always been something there and like even even with amateur wrestling like the whole reason i started was because i was just hoping that there was going to be a ring in my high school gym you know and uh once there was a mat yeah i thought maybe you just got good at that and the ring came along later i mean it does just you know, 16 years later <laughs> right right so now who uh who who trained you uh, so I originally trained at ASWA with a guy named the Living Nightmare, Jimmy Lee. Um, I started with him back in 2010. And then, actually, I think uh, I think the first time I was ever on a show that didn't have anybody from my gym or my trainer on it was uh, in Toledo when I, it was the first time I met you, actually, right yeah, now. I remember that. I remember that clean cut kid, you know, short hair, buzz cut, looked like he just got off the 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 mats from college wrestling, and yeah, and uh, I, I did. That was April, so I would have just been coming off the mats. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, and uh, um, I remember talking to you, and I remember CK and um, and Farley, well Brian Castle, Boone. They really put you over. And uh, CK3, um, he runs Skull and Crossbones Wrestling School. But, uh, yeah, they really put you over. And then I think you were going down to uh, WWE right after that, right? Uh, so that's before I found out any of that. And okay. I, I remember talking to you about it, uh, you know, trying to figure out what my next steps in my career were going to be and where I could go. And you looked at me and you said, uh, you, you know, with your size and your, your strength and everything, don't worry about it. They're going to pick yeah. you up in a few years anyways, kid. Right. <laughs> That's what we left that. Right. And then, um, uh, you know, especially with your amateur background, successful amateur background, too, at that, um, you know, and at that time, they were looking at the – they were just looking at building a new, strong, young roster. So, yeah. Now, how long were you with WWE? Uh, I was there for five years. Five years. Uh, and you learned a lot. You know, I learned an insane amount. Yeah. I think I think one of the best ways to describe it is, uh, you know, they, they teach you everything you need to know for it's almost like a driver's test. They give you each and every piece of it. and learning how to put that together and earning your license is kind of the, the final step to get through that. Um, and, you know, with with five years there, like I felt good and I learned a lot but I really feel like I've come into my own and developed myself as a uh, all around professional wrestler. Uh, now that I've you know joined impact and gotten to really, uh, really open up my horizons. Right. For sure. Now you do a lot of independent shows, right? Oh, absolutely. What I, do you want- uh, I'm almost never home now. Yeah. Now, where do you, uh, Gary? I'm. Uh, I don't mean to ask a lot of questions, no, but um, free. real quick. Now, if someone wanted, if a promoter is watching this, where do they get a hold of you? Do they um, DM you or something? Yeah, I do. I do a lot of bookings through Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I have a booking email, which is just bookfulton at gmail dot com. Um, and I'm always like, I'm always on the on the lookout. There's a there's a great resource called uh, the Indie Wrestling Calendar put out by Phil Stamper every month. And it just lists like a bunch of great shows all, all over the U.S. 
And that gives me a lot of opportunity to find different promoters and message them. And if I have any open dates on my schedule, like I'm always looking to flesh those out. Right, right. Well, and that's the great thing about wrestling. You hone your skills, you know, on these events. And, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you do every show you're at, you do a meet and greet before the show, right? Where they can come up and get an autograph. You do have pictures and, and shirts and stuff, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I think, I, think it's very, I think it's very important for wrestlers to do meet and greets before the show. So, yeah, and you'll definitely be there early um, in Monroe on October 14th. You'll be doing the meet and greet. And so they'll be able to get autographed pictures. And, and uh, um, you have a few different pictures, correct? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, and I, then uh, t shirts and stuff like that. Absolutely. Now, I'm, I'm always bringing the merch no matter where I go. Right, right. It's very important. It's very important. Now, Gary, he uh, he wanted merch out there, but I told him, I go, you know, you got to save some money for the boys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, nobody wants to buy my merch. <laughs> <laughs> I do have eight by tens available though, if anybody's you know interested at the show next month. Uh, so, right, right. Isn't that fans only? You got you sell those? My wife's in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> now she be searching my fans only account. Hey, anyways, uh, now you said that you, you learned a lot in WWE, and but then but you you became more of an all around wrestler when you got to Impact. Is it something that what what does it take? Does it is the character building take longer? Does the in ring, you know, the in ring knowledge take longer? What what takes longest to build when you're when you're building yourself up? You know, um, ah, man, like that's such a it's such a tough question because it's so many different aspects of professional wrestling need to come together to really, you know, bring you up to the level of a, of a TV superstar that works every single week. Um, you know, it's, it is that it's not only that in ring ability and size and strength, but you have to have the smarts for it. Uh, you have to know where your opponent's going to be, your, your in ring and your confidence, everything has to be on point. Um, and I feel like I've really, especially in the last year and a half, have put that together uh, on a on a whole new level, better than I've ever been at anything before. And you know that's why I'm getting opportunities now to work guys like Christopher Daniels on Impact Wrestling. Um, I you know being being in, in matches and uh, being with Ace Austin and going after different titles and everything like that. Uh, we challenged for the tag titles not long ago against you know Finn Juice and with Good Brothers. We're tearing it up with with top names all the time. And I really feel like bringing my level of competition up that high has really, really helped me out. Yeah, you look great out there. And and the second question was like uh, the six man and Gauntlet match. Uh, you, I was, I was going to ask you, do you, where, where do you want to land? And you said you want to be first. Is there a different mindset? Is there a different mindset when you're first or, or when you're sixth? I mean, do you feel like you get more of a groove if you're number one out there and you're out there tearing it up? Or for me. Coming out there, coming out there first. One, it's it's going to be a great warm up. You start off, you start off hot. You know exactly when you're coming in. There's no surprises. You don't have to worry about if you're coming in like number three. You don't know who you're going in against. You have a you have a fifty fifty shot, so on and so forth. When you come in number one, it doesn't matter. You know each opponent that's going to be coming out, and you can prepare for them by the time they get to the ring. And as for me, you know, I like to take the center. I like my opponent to come towards me. I'm in control. I'm, I am, I am the center. It is my ring. 
And as long as they're feeding into that, I, I feel like I really have the advantage. And at six eight, three hundred pounds, you're you're a pretty big center. So, <laughs> being it, I'm pretty sure at least a hundred pounds than every other competitor in this match. I would say so. Well, and and another thing, is some people they get better the longer they go. You know, some oh. uh, football players, some some wrestlers, like Ric then, Flair. I mean, he would do Broadway. On my stride in college too was being able to. Uh, have that cardio and outlast other heavyweights. Because especially, you know, they're like guys, they're big and they're strong, but the more you weigh them down, the more those muscles start dragging them to the ground. Yeah. You'll be surprised, especially with a lot of these guys who like to move quickly in the ring. When you plant yourself in the center, they can move all they want. Eventually they have to come to you if they're going to want to do any damage. Right, right. Well, let's get to some, uh, we got some of the fans here that want to say hi and give some shout outs. Michelle Evans. Rhino's here. Uh, we were surprised, but yeah, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> he's right there. Uh, Christina Smith says, "Hey, hey." Heather Lynn wrote. Heather Lynn Stowe says hi. Hello. And Michelle wants to say she loves you, Rhino. Shout out to Gary and the Bad Man. Something to show. Every week she tunes in. Uh, uh, Bill Frig friggin' uh, checking in. Got to get back to work with Hey from Flex Bill. I'll catch it on the replay. All right, thanks, Bill. All right, Bill. Oh, I, I'm guessing she's talking about you, Madman. No, that's definitely a rhino. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I swear he has the cutest. He doesn't smile. He doesn't there's smile. No, there's nothing about me that justifies the word cute at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rhino's a big puppy, so we'll go with Rhino. Uh, well, you know, in the thing, um, too, like, Gary, when you brought up that question as far as, like, WWE and learning and stuff, you know, when guys, you started at such a young age in professional wrestling, and, you know, we've been able to watch your maturity not only in the ring, but as a human being, you know, because your body's, your body matures, um, you as a person mature, your wrestling ability matures, um, and that's a great thing about, you know, when guys start out younger and they you you watch their growth, you know. So, um, you know, and that's another thing, you know, your, your, your so to speak, character matures, too, you know. So um, and it's fun to watch. And, you know, people say evolve. I say mature, you know. So um, but yeah, and I've watched you over the years and I'm like, yeah, this this guy's definitely going to be a force to reckon with. And. You know, and when you're out there doing those shows, it, you know, you're, you're taking so many steps further so much quicker, too, you know. Oh, and I mean, I honestly, I really appreciate that, especially coming from, from someone like you. Um, I've always felt, especially when people say that, uh, a lot of people like to say that WWE dropped the ball with someone like me. And I almost want to disagree. Because I am so much better now than where I was. I've come so far from from what I had built there. That's just like what you're saying. Every chance that I'm out there and every chance I travel, I evolve and I get better and I learn. Uh, and it's awesome. I'm 31 right now, and I feel the best that I ever have in this business. I feel yeah. like I can just go on with everything. If you look at some of the greatest champions out there from – Hulk Hogan, the Macho Man, the Stone Cold. I think The Rock was the first one. He was, I think, 29. But a lot of them, you know, and, and even going back to the territorial days, 
you know, you didn't have a champion. They were, you know, 33, 34, 35, 36 until they first won the title. And uh, I think it was because they wanted someone that was, you know, um, at that level, you know. And, I mean, you're, you know, the level you're at. And I'll never forget Johnny A said this to me. Sometimes people have to take a step back to move two steps forward, you know. And with you, I think you move ten steps forward, you know, when WWE and, – and sometimes being released from WWE – um, or just not deciding not to resign with them. Sometimes you're getting taking that step back, but if you do the right things and you want it, you move ten steps forward. You know, you move two steps forward, but I think in your case, you move ten steps forward. So it sounds like a Paul Abdul song. <laughs> and speaking of driver's license, you know, just so you know, you know how you uh, you compared it to like. A driver's license studying back when Gary and I we got our driver's license they just said what does that sign say stop what do you do stop and they're like okay there you go there's your driver's license <laughs> so there was there was none of this you know step one step two step three none of that you know <laughs> I, I think Madman's just just his you know his confidence and his actually it just the way he dealt with you know the, the NXT and WWE thing and make that a positive and become better. I think that's just grooms him for even greater success down the road. I mean, just the attitude and the, you know, the, the drive, the drive. Yeah. It's just perfect. We got a couple more things we want to talk to. Uh, Frank Jennings says, can't wait for the show. Excited to go after my first show and can't wait to see Rhino gore someone. Right. Right. Well, Douglas or Logan. I guess you got to gore someone. I don't know. Glad right. I'm not on the receiving end of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what made what made you want tattoos, you and Madman? What made you guys want tattoos? Ah, I I love the look of tattoos. My ultimate goal is to be pretty much everything but right here to be covered. Uh, it's a slow process working up to it. Um, do, you have, do you have a theme set? I mean, I your sleeves. I just I'm putting stuff together and letting them flow how they flow. For me, it's it's that it's that color and it's that uh, it's the expression of, of oneself. You know, a lot of people like to say your body is a temple. Well, I've never been to a temple that doesn't have art all over the walls. Yeah. So that's my art. I just uh, well, see, I don't have a lot of tattoos, but you lost um, that. if you had that one right above your, never mind. <laughs> no, I have my daughter's name, and then I have. Uh, uh, web and then uh, a nautical star on the other. You know, the web is usually trapped, confined. Um, nautical stars, you'll find your way, you know. So, and we got a uh, Frank Jennings wants to know, he's already wants to buy a shirt, Madman. So, uh, what's what's the shirts typically run at, at a show? Hey, shirts are gonna be uh, $20 up there at uh, up in Monroe. Bring cash, Frank Jennings. I'll have full sizes, small to 3x, ready to go. There you go. I'm going to have to get yeah. one of those three X's off you. Right? Absolutely. And if anybody's yeah. looking right now, I might as well plug it. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Madman Fulton. Always have T-shirts up and running there. Yeah, that's actually a great store. I have a store up there. I um, I need to plug it a little bit more. Um, but, uh, yeah, they um, uh, quality shirts. They do a lot of the impact wrestling stuff. Um, 
They, they, I mean, they do great work. I think they do all the AEW shirts too. Um, yeah. So if you want to get a Madman Fulton t-shirt before the show and wear it, I know a lot of people like doing that, or you can get one, uh, right off the man himself, put it on and throw your shirt in the car. Please come into the show with a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. mandatory. <laughs> I had to remind Gary that last time. Gary came from the gym, you know, he felt good. He a, he's walking in, you know, no shirt. I'm like, you got to put at least a tank top on, Gary. Ah, uh, whatever. We got Christina in the show. I think you guys are kind of answered it already, but you both want to know what made you become, decide to become a wrestler. Um, was it the compete? Was it the more the ability to fight without getting in trouble? I mean, that's definitely where I am now. I love. I love being able to compete and being able to fight without any of the repercussions of doing so. Uh, you know, if I, if I did what I really wanted to do to people in real life, I would definitely end up in jail. Uh, <laughs> right. Quick about that kind of stuff. Right. You know, it just makes you want October 14th to be here quicker. Stacked with tasers and mace. Right. Right. You know, you can't walk down the street, just hit someone over the in the face with a steel chair. You're definitely going to get arrested, thrown in jail, or you can get close to someone. <laughs> man, man, 6'8", 300. Yep, he's, he's a big boy. Both of these guys are big guys. You guys rock. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby. Man, man, you are the man. Michael Varney. Ah, thank you, Michael. Oh, talking about Rhino. Yep. Oh, yep. thank you. That, that had to um, be the... Uh, what made me get into wrestling? And no, uh, I, think, I think it had to be the cutest smile. Okay. Um, I don't think oh, just, to answer, just to answer that, uh, Christina, um, the the wrestling. Um, when I was a kid, I was a big fan. I know you touched on that earlier, uh, Fulton. But uh, yeah, I was a big fan of wrestling and um, watching Hulk Hogan, Andre, all those guys, Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior. So. When I got out of high school, I, I found a school, uh, Can-Am Wrestling School. It's actually still over there in Windsor. Or if you're a local, um, there's one in Toledo, and it's a very good school, um, Crossbones. Yeah, Skull and Bones. Why do I say Crossbones? But, yeah, Skull and Bones. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> Hey, uh, so he's uh, Michael said he's been watching you since the first match in Mid Ohio, all the way to Impact. You know, you know what's crazy about that is this show is going to be October fourteenth. I had my first ever professional wrestling match on October sixteenth, two thousand ten. Nice. So this will just just past my eleventh anniversary. Nice, nice. And and, and you, we all know that it, Hulk Hogan was one of your you know biggest fan, biggest idols or whatever growing up. One of your favorites uh, was was Kurt Angle one of yours. Madman, uh, Kurt Angle was a was one of my absolute biggest influences. He really got me into the amateur wrestling side of everything. Um, my favorite wrestler growing up has always been Kane, Kane. but that it, it started off. I have an older brother who loved the Undertaker, and of course, his brothers go, "We cannot like the same person." It's it's the law, right? Uh, right. So he was a huge Undertaker fan. I immediately chose Kane. And, you know, not knowing that I was going to turn out like the size I am now, but he's also one of my biggest influences now as far as watching uh, a big guy's ability to move in the ring and, and just the amazing career that he's been able to put together. Uh, 
I think anybody of my size should definitely be watching someone of his caliber. Man. He was. I think he was way more athletic than people give him credit for. He was such. Oh such, yeah, such a yeah, great. great. I actually just watched uh, a match the other day. Him and I had on SmackDown in 2001. Um, it was the one where uh, he, he double goozled me into the corner and I hit the ref. And then uh, I rolled him up and Nick Patrick slid in, made the fast one, two, three count. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that match. I mean, usually he's choke slamming me through a garbage can or something. <laughs> I actually, uh, I did. Uh, um, I did go over on him for the uh, hardcore title. Austin came in and uh, um, Triple H, and they they beat him down with chairs, and then they had me cover him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think they went into the a tag match at uh, Backlash. Um, Kane and Undertaker wrestling Steve Austin and and uh, Triple H. Yeah, was that your first uh, championship in WWE? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. And then uh, Brain Jerk said, hey, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Brain Jerk from Brain Jerk Entertainment. That's Josh. Uh, those guys do our, our live podcast during the show. So we're going to have them there again. We're 14 big sponsors, big fans. Thanks, Brain Jerk. Yep. I think also get back to Kane. I think he's really underrated because he didn't talk a lot. It didn't seem. But when he when he did talk on the mic, it was fucking funny. I mean, his yeah. stuff is just funny. Yeah. Rogan and Rob impersonations. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's a very uh, – he's a college-educated – well, that doesn't really mean much. Um, he's but, yeah, college-educated guy. He's very smart, yeah. He's the mayor. Yeah, yeah he's mayor of Knoxville, so he's going to have at least some uh, intelligence up there. Right. right. I hope so. Hope all's well. Let's see. Uh, we got a bunch more. These are some facts, Brian O. This next IWR is going to be truly insane. And yes, it will, Josh. I mean, they've just been getting better and better and better and better. And we started off awesome and we just keep going up. And I can't wait to see. I mean, the six man gauntlet, I think, is just something new every yeah. other month when we bring something up. And it's just. Definitely give me a little mad if you're yeah. going to give me that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it comes down to the final two, it turns into insane rules. So anything, anything goes. So doors. Uh, um, garbage pepper spray, we'll make sure there's no pepper spray because, yeah, we don't, yeah, yeah, please, no pepper spray. I'm fine with the taser, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think it would phase you, anyways. So, uh, a couple more, uh, so, yep, they're, they're both, they're both amazing and ring competitors. Macho Man was great. Did you ever meet him, Rhino? If so, are you amazed that he stays in character most of the time? Uh, yeah, he. he uh, I just met him in passing when I was doing uh, jobs down there in uh, uh, Dayton, Ohio, at O'Hare or Hare, uh, Arena. Yeah, so um, he came in the doorway, and I'm marking out like to my the inner child's like, "Oh my God, that's Macho Man!" Yeah, and he filled up the doorway too. He was a lot bigger in person. Yeah, yeah. So. Is, 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 uh, hey, Madman, is there a a dream match that you would ever you wanted or ever wanted, or somebody from the past that you wanted to fight. Man, there's there, there's so many people that that I grew up watching or even watch now that I you know I really love an opportunity to wrestle against. But I think I think my biggest thing right now is is really making a name for myself on Impact. I'm not worried about 
hypothetical matches or where I want to go. I want to keep forging my own name and I want to keep building my own reputation through impact and work my way up. So I guess, I guess right now it would be Christian as our heavyweight champion. Yeah. And you fought Christian for Reno, right? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. Um, he's talented. I would actually really love to see that match. Yeah. I think you guys would uh, mesh well together. I think, uh, I, I'm, my money's on you, October 14th, here in Monroe, Michigan, for IWR. It is a Thursday. Usually the shows uh, end right before uh, 9 o'clock or like five minutes after 9. So with Madman Fulton going in there, hey, you might make quick work of all of, all five opponents. Yeah, at the time of this gauntlet, way down. <laughs> so you might, you might be home. You, you never know, though. <laughs> so. My family only lives about an hour south, and I already told them I've won the match. So, <laughs> nice. Already phoned your family, so yeah, I already won. <laughs> That's awesome. You're just saying that because you don't want him to beat you up again. You can't. You can't. Right, right, you can't right. have favorites. You can't right. say that money's on you, Pete Rose. <laughs> right, man. <laughs> but let's let's talk a little bit more about the IWR. We got the main event. Number two, six-man gauntlets, another one main event. The second main event is you teaming up with Tommy Dreamer facing the franchise Shane Douglas and the guy I'd like to see Madman fight, Dread King Logan. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that obviously uh, the dual main event, you know. And then, um, yeah, that's going to be a, a great match. Um, I'm definitely prepared for it. And, um, yeah, and um, definitely uh, – Shane, What's that? I have to say to you, I, mean, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but he sent us a video. Okay. So let's 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 check this out real quick. takes sometimes is a little push rhino somebody to push you over the edge somebody to push you over the edge of being that docile human being the public wants all of us to be to being pushed over that ledge of becoming the killer this man can be october 14th rhino october 14th mark it down in your calendar because we're going to change monroe michigan forever you want to talk about insane rhino you want to talk about insane tell him we're stepping into the ring. You got Tommy Dreamer by your side. Hardcore legends. But you got me teaming up with Logan. And after what Logan did last month. <laughs> Rhino, it's glad, I'm glad that you brought Tommy Dreamer along to this. We let you survive for a very simple reason, Rhino. We wanted to save your carcass till October 14th. Because on October 14th, you and Tommy Dreamer will walk down to the cheers of the throngs and the franchise and Logan are going to dig in once and for all and throw your carcasses right where they belong. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to go back to the gym. <laughs> I trained earlier this morning, man. I I better step up my game. Hopefully, right. Gamer's uh, ready too. So 
a little shout out to Steven's disposal, apparently, the, the whole time. Yeah, right. Camera is going to throw your carcass, I, I guess. Right, right. Wow. So. But yeah, so we're looking forward to it. Tickets are on sale right now, October 14th, IWR7, the fall brawl at uh, purplepass.com backslash IWR7, front row. And I believe second row were both sold out for sure. I, second row might have a couple, but first row is definitely sold out. Uh, general missions available as well. And uh, we should have general mission available at the door too. We always save a little bit for the walk-ups. Um, Logan, or uh, my madman, I, I did want to talk to you one more thing. I mean, you're six eight, three hundred pounds. You're scary as hell. You got a little Jason Voorhees in you. It looks like the, you, got something you, want, you got something you got to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, really cool project I get to work on. At the end of this month, I'm working on a film called Voorhees: Night of the Beast. Uh, It is a a fan-made project, but, like, they have a great budget and really high-quality equipment. Um, We're going to be shooting for a week down in Kentucky, and it is a Friday the 13th um, movie centered around not only, you know, Camp Crystal Lake and and, and the teenagers involved, as well as a group of Sasquatch hunters. So uh, I will actually be playing Sasquatch in the movie. They're making me a full custom outfit. I'm super stoked about the whole thing, and yeah. So I've, I, I'm telling everybody at this point. I, I am very excited. Nice. Getting to my acting and uh, my acting career taking off has been really fun. I can't nice. wait to see it. Now, um, who would win between Sasquatch and uh, Jason? That's the whole point of the movie. I can't just give spoilers out like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know if you were going that way, but I figured, okay. But, hey, if you had to pick, Gary, who would you pick? Sasquatch or Jason? Yeah. I'd say, I'd say Sasquatch. I mean, we don't know. He's down there. I'd say Jason. 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 Rip that mask off his face and Sasquatch <laughs> times, you know? I remember when I watched that as a kid, I was uh, traumatized. Like, why would my parents let me watch this? <laughs> But I want to wrap it up. We're getting uh, getting pretty close here. So uh, let's tell the fans where they can find you. Uh, I know October 14th they'll find you in Monroe, but where else can they find you on social media and stuff, man, man? Uh, yeah, I have Instagram and Twitter. They're both at Fulton World. Um, I keep it pretty much updated with where I'm going to be at any point in time. Um, as well as, I already pitched it, but ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Madman Fulton. Uh, a place to find a lot of my merch as well as uh, Impact Wrestling, every Thursday night, 8 o'clock on Access TV. In fact, uh, tomorrow on Thursday, I'll be wrestling Christopher Daniels in his first match uh, returning to Impact. Now, has he brought his Fallen Angel gimmick back, or is that is he what – is, what is he when he's not – Honestly, it doesn't matter what gimmick he's going to bring yeah. back. I'm putting an end to <laughs> yeah, He's scared. Christopher Daniels is a bad man. Part. <laughs> and uh, just so the fans know um, – also, that'll uh, all the wrestlers will be part of the meet and greet. So, uh, Tommy Dreamer, my, uh, myself, I might be out there just a little bit, um, but um, Madman Fulton, uh, Shane Douglas, Logan. Um, you know, I know Logan has a lot of uh, big fan base. Shane Douglas has a big fan base. Um, you know, uh, Mavado, I think MM3. Yeah, so um, – has got shirts. I know he'll be part of it. So yeah, it's a great experience to be able to meet the 
wrestlers and get autographed pictures and stuff and you don't have to order it from the mail or wait for it to come you know so but yeah get in definitely. your hand see it buy it bring your cash bring your 20 dollar bills spend them on the guys selling the merch right and the fop selling the beer and the uh food so yes, yes. Let's, so. let's 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 support all these guys we're happy they can't wait to get them in the ring can't wait to see you in iwr ring terry you got anything you want to say no hey i'm looking forward to it you can find Terry every Thursday night on Impact Wrestling as well. Some Thursdays you'll see him on Terry and Gary's Low Expectation Podcast. Sometimes you won't. <laughs> uh, you can find us on iHeartRadio, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, CastBox. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can find us. And we were happy to be here. We're happy to be back. And uh, I guess we're going to be out. Oh, wait, we got one more thing. Oh, gun show. Show every week. Got to do the gun show. There it is. We almost forgot it. Ah. <laughs> and I'm blocking the way. There we go. <laughs> there it there is. is. <laughs> oh, man. Come in third place every week, but I still love doing it with you guys. So we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for joining us. Great to see you again, Madman. We will see you October 14th. Get your tickets. Purplepass.com backslash IWR7. We are out. <laughs>